Raiders is a team that we don't care for. Something, something, Bronco. With Lori Lattimore Volkman, Jess Place, and Tim Lynch. Yes, my master. Get involved in the conversation at milehighreport.com. You are listening to Something Something Broncos. I am Jess Place, not joined this week by Lori Lattimore Volkman, not joined by Tim Lynch of Mile High Report. No, uh, this week I am joined by a dear friend, Chad McKnight, super Broncos fan, born and raised uh, in Wyoming, a corner of Broncos country that is uh, underrepresented. Um, Absolutely. Family, big time, big time Broncos fans, uh, lived through the three Super Bowl losses uh, of the 80s, suffered with the, the, the loss against the Seahawks, and but most importantly, uh, triumphantly celebrated uh, Super Bowls 32 and 33 with uh, myself when we were in college. You were my first outside my family huge Bronco friend that I ever had in my life. You were there for me when the Broncos had the up and down season. I believe the year that we won the Super Bowl, we missed a kick against Kansas City, and I wanted to drive into an Arroyo. And you you talked me off the ledge on that one. And you said, dude, have faith. The Broncos will be okay. And I said, I don't know. But they did. And like true fans, we huddled together away from any other human beings in my dorm room, praying to God that we didn't get our asses kicked by the Green Bay Packers. Chad has relocated to Oshkosh, Wisconsin, land of, of the Packer fans, uh, just a short oh, drive yes. away from... Uh, Lambeau Field. It's, uh, how's that? Is that is that an interesting experience? It's fun. Uh, some Packer fans try to talk junk to me. I wear my Bronco gear often when they try to start anything. I just remind them that, hey, man, it's nice. It's good. We're both really good fan bases. And Trill Davis absolutely destroyed you guys. And you were uh, where were you? I mean, were you with the family? Did you have all the cheese out? And did, did somebody flip over a table? How did it how go for you? How many pieces did your heart break into after that? And they, they actually enjoy telling me how much it hurt at this point because it's, it's far enough away and I've heard many stories about watching their fathers cry in a driveway well they, they, they had lost Super a Super party. Bowl at that point no they had no not. that was the first that was their first taste and as we found out if you ever go to Lambeau and do their Packer Hall of Fame tour which is actually a fantastic it is, it is nice. presentation really well done yeah there is a nice little picture tucked around a little corner of John Elway doing the helicopter as they talk about a disappointing end of that season it's great yeah so yeah, yeah. it's kind of fun like finding the old Broncos uh that are that are hidden in that tour there uh, Al, Al Carmichael uh, first gentleman who scored for the Denver Broncos you can find his uh his little football uh, he's it's like what the ring of fame their hall of honor yeah, something like exactly. that exactly yeah so and there's and there's Super Bowl trophies when they beat the Chiefs and then they beat the Chiefs again no they beat the Raiders they beat the Chiefs oh, then they beat the Raiders yes so it's it's great that's right and uh we would say San Diego but San Diego you only lost to the 49ers there's no Same team as... in San Diego I don't <laughs> Well, there was when they lost to the 49ers. So he has the cred. He's he's been a Broncos fan. He is uh, he is filling in this week for something something Broncos because uh, him and Lori obviously have more important things to do. They are on assignment. Sure, they're they're deeply just running. 700 different draft scenarios scenarios in their heads, uh, looking up the third string punter from Boise State to see if he'd be a good fifth round or a sixth round pick because you got to have those mock drafts done by now. (laughs) 
Tuesday the 13th of April. And so this will probably be put out on Thursday. Uh, okay. I edit it tomorrow after oral surgery. So we can all oh get my really God, excited. I hope you yeah. take creative liberties with it. Oh, it's going to be great. Uh, there was kind of a, a little uh, storm on Twitter. Uh, Julian Edelman, uh, local up here where I live in New Hampshire, uh, part of the New England. Mm. Good guy. Uh, uh, Good guy. States. Only got suspended one time for steroids. So that's one I mean, time for a little I mean, PED. he only cheated that one time. One with, time. I mean, it was the Patriots. That made Which for the Patriots, it's like, hey, man, that's ring of fame right there. That's, yeah, well, you know, I, <laughs> If you're not cheating, you're not trying. So he didn't murder anybody. I mean, he did not murder anybody that we know. So everyone uh, across all media up here has been has been going crazy. They're like, "Oh my God, Julian Edelman is a surefire Hall of Famer. It's going to be amazing. Go ahead and make his Just, jacket and create the mm-hmm. bust. It's going down." And you know what? You know what? I'm here to pop that bubble. I'm sorry if Rod no. Smith, former Denver Bronco wide receiver, cannot get into the Hall of Fame. Julian Edelman has no hope of getting into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I, Julian Edelman is not. That, that's into well, that's the, the arena we're working in. It's like you know when you have to dig out some sort of half-assed stat, like well, he has the most postseason yards uh, next to Jerry Rice. Uh, it's it's like well, yeah, that is. I mean, <sighs> that's a stat, but you're kind of doing some gymnastics there. Did he get the yards in 2013? Did he get the yards in 2015? Mm. The AFC Championship games? No, he did not. He did not. Are they losing in the first? Are they losing in the first round of Baltimore without him? So tiring. I mean, okay, so let's throw that out. That's 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 ridiculous. So let's 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 talk about uh, Super Bowl championships. He's got uh, three. Uh, Rod Smith has two. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So he's got the edge there, but. But Rod had 849 receptions, which was uh, 229. More? More. That is more. 229 more receptions than Julian Edelman. Can you believe that? That's that's almost 33% more than his total. That's math. Right there. That's, That's what we like, bring to you. Uh, that is uh, crazy. You know, we're doing film oh, but they're going to throw in math now. Like, they're going to toss in. He was a Super Bowl MVP. Is that the Falcons one? That might be the Falcons one where he had that really insanely good catch where it almost touched the ground. So obviously Hall of Famer. Yeah, that's no. Wait, what? Renamed Canton after. Him. Did you hear that he had? 6,822 regular season receiving yards. Rod Smith has almost twice that. He has 11,389, not in the Hall of Fame. Just going to throw that out. And, you know, he had 620 receptions, 800 to 849. Uh, he had 41 touchdowns. Uh, Rod Smith uh, had 68 touchdowns. But, Again, you know, that's it's, more. It's notable that uh, that uh, Julian Edelman was a seventh round pick. He did all that oh, as a seventh round pick. Wait. Was Rod a seventh-round pick? No, Rod wasn't a seventh-round pick. Rod mm. uh, was undrafted. So so he has more receptions, more receiving yards, and more mm. touchdowns, and less Those was expected from him. But I don't I don't really see why Did, or how if if Rod Smith can't get in, then how does Julian Edelman? It, I mean, if you're if you're the like there's Rod like that Smith, Super Bowl moment that like defined oh, Julian Edelman. It's like well, there was also the Super Bowl moment against the Falcons where uh, Elway threw what? it up like a, a 
bajillion yards. Oh, and, and, and he went past Eugene Robinson. Uh, what happened famous, to Eugene Robinson? Uh, well, the night before that Super Bowl. Oh, right. That, well, oh, Eugene Robinson nice. having the only distinction of the only player to lose against the Broncos in back-to-back Super Bowls. And he sure. went after a little stress reliever before the Super Bowl, little... which I can't imagine what uh, in the age of Twitter how that would go down. I'm just obsessed with the fact right. that he got he got caught for prostitution the night before the Super Bowl, and he started. Yeah, well, what, uh, what was his name? The uh, Barrett from the Raiders. Uh, oh, the, he went disappeared for a while. He before went to the Tijuana Buccaneers. and thought they had already <laughs> won. They thought they were yeah, the Raiders had, had already mental, beat the Buccaneers. Yeah, he had a complete mental break, though. That's that, not that's what happens when you go to Tijuana <laughs> the night before the Super Bowl. Barrett Robbins, is that right? Just just type in which Raider lost his mind in Mexico. Raider Tijuana. <laughs> Crazy. You're very close, though. Or Barrett Robbins. That's it. That's there it. There you go, man. You went to Tijuana. I Barrett think it was like Robbins. a week before, though. Uh, skip the Super Bowl to go to Tijuana. In Tijuana. When he, when he finally showed back up, he was so inebriated he couldn't play in the Super Bowl. The Raiders were forced to start their backup center and went on to lose by 27 points. Classic. The only time I can ever remember hugging a Chiefs fan and a Chargers fan all at the same time. Not because it was kind of a beautiful moment, but because, I mean, really, where are you going to find a Chargers fan? So, okay, so uh, the other thing happening uh, in today's today's news is uh, the, the Denver Broncos, on behalf of the Players Association, um, or the Players Association, representing players on the Denver Broncos, however you choose to phrase it, the players, through the Players Association, came out and said that they will not be participating in uh, voluntary workouts that are, that are coming up because of COVID so, protocols. So bold first step. I just saw that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are following suit. Oh, I mean. That this is probably going to be something that more teams do because, uh, you know, they're they're finding out that maybe this COVID thing is bad. They're citing um, the COVID concerns and and yeah. Tom Brady is at an at-risk age. He is yes. at risk. He's, he He is my age. Um, We've seen what happens when he drinks heavily. It's not pretty. It's like, awesome. You know, Are you I mean, kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, if you own a Waffle House franchise, then yes. Listen, there's a rule in life. If you're going to be completely wasted in public setting, just be awesome when you're wasted. And it's okay. And it's okay. And, and have your backup quarterback steer you through crowded areas. Really, that's, we all need, that is we all need that. You've been there for me. I've been there for you. It's true. It's true. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, the COVID concerns, all that. I mean, that's really not a surprise. But what was surprising was uh, linebacker uh, Alexander Johnson coming out and, and, and just being very vocal uh, about it being a planned pandemic. Uh, apparently, uh, he has uh, somehow received a YouTube password and has been watching all the wrong things and talking to all the wrong people. Um, if Alexander Johnson would like to come and talk to someone from Mile High Report about his beliefs, I feel uh, that the more that he talks, the better he's going to look in this situation because uh, he clearly has some very strong feelings about... I would like to see him sit down and really um, delve into it a bit and really cite some sources and really get a sense of where this guy's coming from. Yeah, let's see. Let yeah, like show your work, dude. Like uh, you know, I'm willing to to go there with you. Just show me what you show me what you got. I'm a little disappointed. There there were certain members of the media that that chimed in on Twitter without going so far as uh, quoting his tweet or anything like that. Just kind of like veiled like responses to to what he's not said sure how to handle it. it. So outrageously stupid, you know. And I'm sorry if if you're one of those like fringy people that is like totally offended at the fact that I have made light. Uh, I I, I kind of side with the scientists and the doctors uh, 
on on the rational COVID people thing. And I, you know i mean it's a little unsettling with alexander johnson just kind of like brushing off the the thing that has claimed like so many businesses and lives and so know, do we just kind I, of ignore it and hope he plays well but if he sucks on the field we're like oh yeah, yeah. it's crazy cut him i i don't know like clearly there's someone he trusts in his life who is not smart like it's someone, like he like, started where are the people the... in his life that like come up to him and be like hey hey mm. hey dude put that that nice football contract you have yeah yeah you just kind of like started on fire a little bit and uh you, you don't put it out it. yeah exactly <laughs> now if you he know. goes out and has 115 tackles and 10 for lost yards and a couple fumble on recoveries we'll be like oh, what a goofy guy How what a goofy a guy team with von miller who had covid who talked about having lingering effects from it like at, well after yeah. he recovered and still say it, it was like a planned pandemic. Like, please, please tell me more. Like, I want to no, no, like, show I want your work. It. Like, I want to see the conversation between Von Miller and Alexander Johnson about how that goes. Like, Jeff, like, why don't like you toss out a friendly media invite to him. How does it go? Yeah, I, I mean, you know, the door is always open. Like, please, by all means, come. No, we're not, we don't think you're wrong. We just want to know why you think you're right. I mean, you know, it, it's... It's the age in which we live in. You don't you don't actually need to know things to say things. By the way, uh, Chad is on uh, on Twitter. He is uh, at Wisco W I S C O bound B O U N D. Look out! Yeah, exactly. At Wisco bound. Be sure to check him out. You can become one of my forty seven followers. He's got quite the following. They're, well, they 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 may not be numerous, but they are devoted. Not every night. Okay, so this is your first time on. Something, something Broncos. Are you having a good time? I am having a good time. It's my first time on any podcast ever. You never forget your first. I won't. <laughs> Until you chop this down to a three-minute segment. So, okay. So, I, I had this idea. Mile High Report is a site for Denver Bronco fans. You are a fan. I am a fan. Lori and, and Tim are fans. Fan. I mean, they claim to be. They're not here now. But, you know, um, that's okay. That's okay. They're fans. Yeah. So, because Mile High Report... Uh, dot com is a fan site one it of supplies some of my favorite bronco content the only source i go to for bronco content source. on the web the yeah. only source yeah, i mean well it's ever since the denver post put up that paywall yeah, yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. i mean yeah <laughs> nikki Javala left so, so i was like what are you gonna do? so here, here's my challenge to you um i mm. would like for us to identify denver broncos that have been impactful in your life as a fan and i would like to see if chad mcknight resident oshkosh wisconsin can get their autograph this would be like a fun little exercise you know because you hear about people sending stuff away and getting stuff and i mean usually mm. autographs come from these giant warehouses where uh you know they bring in all these people and they sign for days and days and days and days and they take i actually got you a bronco autograph this is true you did you got me a byron chamberlain uh autograph pennant super bowl yes. 32 pennant uh he was working on a on a mace video i believe a mace music yes. video back in the day when when we both worked in the major motion pictures and mace videos um brian chamberlain by the way i follow byron you Twitter, good, and good i do Twitter enjoy you follower yeah yeah I, he's got I, a good feed I, he's a good like bronco him. fan he got pissed off at the airport once, like recently he <laughs> <laughs> like he was i think it was him i it, he was he was mad at delta or something and, and i was like, like, I was like good him? for you like <laughs> get mad like i i hate delta and united they can both go sit and spend 
United, can you believe that United wouldn't let me sit with my five-year-old child? Like would not, would not entertain the idea until we were at the airport and I'm, I'm on the phone and they're like, well, I'm sorry, sir. It's a, you know, it's just our policy. And I'm like, all right, well, sorry, let me, man. let me dump off a baggie of snacks with the, with the poor soul that has to sit next to my five-year-old. So needless to I, say, I'm not going to actually I, I feed him. I'm going to see how this goes. I, I want to see how this goes. I'm not going to feed him. I'm not going to give him an iPad to sedate him. Yeah. I'm just going to let him free roam it. I'm just, let's see how this goes. Gonna, let's, see, let's see how this goes. Like, right? Like, what if I didn't raise high holy hell at the ticket counter and, and just, like, went with it and just, like, plopped down a five-year-old next to some businessman who's, who like, on his fifth flight of the week who just who's wants into to his go third home. scotch and water. It, yeah, like, exactly. Like, hey, he's going to talk to you the whole time and maybe touch you a whole lot, sir. Do you like Good trains? <laughs> <laughs> if you if you don't if you if you don't know anything about trains, you're going to know a lot about trains here uh, at the end of the flight. Good luck. Exactly. He doesn't care you're wearing headphones and doing yeah. a crossword puzzle. He's not going to read those verbal clues. Yeah, so I'm I'm going to go ahead and say that that Byron Chamberlain's issue was with uh was with United, even though oh. I don't know that for sure. It doesn't matter. Because I, I still like, like Byron, Byron friend like of the show. I would like to say, I would like to say a fine Colorado company, but um, they are a Colorado company and that's all I can say. So, okay. So, so is, is this something you would be willing to explore? Yes. Like, I, 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 you know, and we can get creative with it. Like, do we want to mail okay. a, uh, a uh, mannequin uh, to Akib Talib? you know, get him to sign it so we can drop a couple of gold chains on it. Just, you know what? You know, that is a, that. that is a really good idea. Maybe send uh, a sandal to Rich Carlos to sign. I, I would like to send my Philip Lindsay jersey um, that I just got. Uh, after oh, was, uh, you tr- did! You have the worst luck. Tell everybody about your jersey. I uh, I have I have well I have one good jersey still hanging. A uh, Shannon Sharp jersey. Yeah, that's a legacy. I mean, you can that's wear that le- at any time. I got that it's, back it's when he was a player. Good. It's and since fresh. then, I've had a Jay Cutler jersey. Yep. A Tim good. Tebow jersey. Oops. Yeah. And now a Philip Lindsay jersey. Okay, well, so you're it the is reason. not gone well. So, so who? I was so just for hoping, just for betting purposes, what jersey are you considering buying next? Um, I know about fifty-five point eight percent of the fan base wants me to buy a Drew Locke jersey. Mm, may I suggest an Alexander Johnson? <laughs> just kidding, they don't sell those. I, I mean, like we should get creative with this. Like, see what we can right. see what we can do. Like, I mean, we we can find these guys. They're out there. Let's pick three and 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 we'll okay. proceed. Jake, I really think that those days with Jake Plummer though were overlooked. I know I bet we you can made get a it. Jake Plummer. I bet you could do that. That can't be too tough. I mean, it's really easy to find people that own like businesses. A, you know, like a rubber snake signed by Jake the Snake. That would be no, cool. That's that'd be cool. but you'd have to find like like a, the right kind of snake. You know, I don't maybe a, real a garter snake. snake, like a real snake. Maybe here, no. sign this. So I'm gonna write these down. Okay, so it's it looks like it looks like a Jake Plummer. Hold on, I need a better Jake Plummer, okay, who so. I really enjoyed, and I thought those that that era was a, is a was little overlooked now because he flipped off the fans, or in spite of. I say that's part of the picture. It's part of the Jake Plummer experience. Okay, so we got we got Jake Plummer. So we're gonna have to figure out where he is. He's in Idaho, or he's yeah, in, I think he's in Montana, Idaho, right? Idaho, Montana? Montana. I think it's Idaho because he something uh, like that. I'm gonna look up handball league. Yeah, it's, you're right. It's Idaho. Handball, handball. He's a handball enthusiast. Plumber. Okay. All right. So we got Jake Plumber. Okay. And now, uh, Bill Romanowski. I mean, do we really want to go there, Chad? <laughs> Is, like, you're steering the show in dark, dark waters. We got Jake Plumber, and we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna send him something to sign. We're gonna find him, and then we're gonna have him sign something. Maybe a handball. What do you think? A handball. Um, I, 
a Bronco handball? I don't know if they are branded as such. Uh, I mean, you I could you could can find draw out. a logo on a handball and, <laughs> and hope for the best. I, I don't know if that would happen. I'd always wanted to send him an apology. Some sort of little token like, we're sorry, you were good. And we went and got this guy who turned out to be a bit of a... See, that's what I'm thinking. We need to like write the heartfelt letter with Jake Plummer, someone we like. And then we can make it funny by doing it someone we don't like. Like um, maybe get Brock Rocky Alexander Moore. to sign a, uh, a Butterfinger bar. Uh, <laughs> no, no, Glenn Milburn. <laughs> oh, Butterfingers Milburn. Remember him? Yeah. I do remember him. No, he's act- he's still holds records for... He scored two touchdowns yeah. against Carolina in like 99 or something. Yeah, so, but he was terrible. I mean, he was like, I, I, I mean, is there a player him. we did more wrong to than Jake Plummer? It's it's professional football. There, there are it very is. few players that leave that aren't pissed off at the team. So, uh it's, that's that's hard to say i mean you know True. trevor price uh al wilson i mean look at look at them like they 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 were tremendous broncos and they both left with sour tastes in their mouth well al, well, al wilson couldn't really taste anything though to be fair. well he, yeah remember we tried to trade him to the giants and and then they're like well, he is broken like we're not yeah. no sorry and then that was it yeah. it was like the unceremonious end of al wilson's career it was kind of sad and but he's awesome he's a great he's like a, a great all-time bronco and he deserves to be in the ring of fame see this is what you could do with jake Plummer. you could get like one of those like oversized uh cards <laughs> like they sell at 7-eleven you know like yes. the really big the really really big ones <laughs> and in it you could yes. tape you could tape like his football card and be like can you mail this back to me like with a little selfish and we're sorry just we're yeah. sorry like yeah because I mean, that playoff win against the patriots is still one of my favorite bronco memories of all time that was great watching that with you and chevy at big wang's sports bar in hollywood yeah it was great <laughs> it was great i had had enough beverages that i was leading bar chance uh, for the denver broncos and it was great and then and then it was not so great against the steelers the following week it is time to call it, pull the plug. This will be a fantastic 10-minute podcast once it gets whittled down. So you've been listening to Something Something Broncos. I am Jess Place with Chad McKnight um, filling in for uh, Lori Lattimore-Volkman and Tim Lynch uh, of Mile High Report. Uh, you can download our podcast wherever you get your podcast, And please be sure to rate my performance and find uh, anywhere where Chad is listed and rate his hey wait program. where's the ad for the stuff in your garage or whatever uh, uh fake yeah. ad you had this yeah week. so please um, leave him feedback on ebay uh positive mm-hmm. uh, after listening to this podcast i <clears throat> to think about it all right jess place this has been fantastic being on the mile high report with you uh big fan i've been listening for years reading for longer than that uh you guys always make being a bronco fan uh, a little fun for somebody who's out of the bronco country living a packer land the good times will come again and we'll never speak about 2019 to our friends nothing to remember from that year tell me your favorite 2019 bronco highlights off the top of your head well 2019 i mean that's two years ago that's impossible i mean was, I can't really, was that case keenum joe flacco yeah let's just forget about all that or, like i said you've been listening to something something broncos i am just place signing off blah 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 all right hold on let me stop the recording a correction on the reporting of the foul both teams were on the both up both fouls were on the kicking team <laughs>
All right, I have a question for you. In Bronco history, you could run onto the field and disrupt a play before it happens as the crazy fan and maybe undo a bit of history. When and where would you charge the field and just tackle an opposing player? I am not large enough to tackle an NFL player, nor am I large enough to make it very far out onto the field. Let's um, pretend for a moment you have stealth on your side. It would be cool, like in the 70s, like you see those old uh, NFL films videos, like where they just have cars parked on the side. <laughs> for like no reason like to just get in and, and just and just take Some off in one of the cars. <laughs> just do like a dukes of hazard donut and like right and just go yeah okay like, you could drive your oldsmobile onto the field <laughs> like, to a donut and look at that cutlass that's on it's, it's <laughs> really the 30 for it. the 20 touchdown you know who knew my cat would live this long I, I it, cannot believe your cat is still alive. I named it after Ed McCaffrey <laughs> after he retired, and uh, and he's still going. Christian's now in the league. He's uh, a pro bowler, uh, big-time deal. Who knew? Lord. Who knew? You've been listening to Something Something Broncos, a feature of MileHighReport.com with Lori Lattimore-Volk, Jess Place, and Tim Lynch. Get involved in the conversation at MileHighReport.com.